making your private list that I'm not allowed to know about. Hey, welcome to the Sunrise Shine Podcast. Um, your pal, friendly neighborhood, shiny pastor Stephen is here with my beautiful and intelligent um, wife, Shelly. You have any things just right off the bat? How's it going? Anything you want to share about anything in general before we start our topic? I got a cool today? gadget at work. You got a cool gadget at I work. I did get a cool gadget at work. Well, it lifts up my keyboard and my mouse so that I can stand and do my work. Where's sometimes. mine? Wait, I've been asking for that for years. Put that on the Christmas list. You want one of those? Uh, I'll I've, put that on the Christmas have, list right I now. I have like indicated uh, quite. I won't say adamantly, but. I have indicated. It doesn't <laughs> that move I my monitors one. because I have three of those. Well, I don't have, but I don't it have a does laptop. let me pick up my keyboard and my mouse. I need a laptop. That go, I mean, you, I, you I, need one for your laptop. My laptop yes. and my mouse has to raise because I I would much rather do a lot more standing than sitting in my home office. That would be. Do you like that? Plan? That would be shiny. It would. Would that be shiny? That would be shiny. Absolutely. Gadget. See, that's that's what this is. This is good for. You know. We we have these conversations we don't have otherwise. There you so, go. Yeah, it's really cool. I had I like no it. idea you got a cool gadget I, that I, I want. I do. I've had it for two days now, and it's fabulous. <laughs> All right. So hopefully that'll be on my Christmas list. It's on. It's on. Uh, it'll be on the podcast. So if you forget, just go back and listen to the podcast, and you can you can pick that. I'm up. gonna. I'm putting it on the list right now. All right. <laughs> well, while you're putting that on the list, let's get started. There's a. Um, kind of our theme for this week's discussion is temptation. And we're going to look at uh, a passage of Scripture in James chapter 1. So if you guys want to grab a Bible, if you, if you, if you do that, if you do Bible study, um, grab a Bible and turn to James chapter 1 with us. I'll reference that again in just a minute when we get there. But what are some common temptations that, that people place, uh, face? Chocolate! Chocolate. That's right up there, for sure. I bribe um, people at my office with chocolate to do stuff for me or to answer questions for me. And so there's always chocolate in my desk. Always. How come I get threatened instead of bribed with chocolate? That's what, I mean... That's what happens. <laughs> it is what it is, darling. Man, chocolate, that'd be, that's a good, that is a good, though. that's a temptation for sure for um, a lot of people. I mean, I would say yeah. not, not everybody. There's candy around. You want to eat it? Yeah. There's for sure. cake there. You want to eat it? Oh man, that's that's definitely mine. Um, there's lots of temptations that are out there. I mean, various pies. Okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, there's there, you know, think about temptations that people face. There's a temptation to steal and lie. Um, sexual temptation, obviously, is one, um, and that goes that covers a lot of stuff. Um, you know, there, but there's, you know, temptations to, um, use your time. I say not use your time wisely, but temptation to like spend your time in ways that aren't good. And then freak out because you didn't do what you were supposed to do. That can happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that can happen for sure. Um, temptation to, uh, take the shortcut, and Lots of temptations to take the short right, and then, and sometimes uh, I'm I'm a kind of a guy who a lot of times will talk about how you know the shortcut is you know, don't take the shortcut, but there are times when the shortcut is fine. It's a shortcut and it's it's okay, but you know you need to understand that a, a lot of times in life taking the shortcut, trying to get to where you want to be or where you need to be or reach your goals or dreams faster, um, the shortcut 
usually in the long run is not the, the most beneficial. It's not a shortcut. No. Don't take a shortcut. It just cut. brings up all its own list of problems and issues. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's there's a lot of temptations there. Any particular temptation that you're comfortable sharing? And again, this is this is designed to be a, a discussion around a, a circle of people, and we don't have a circle uh, gathered here. We have a semicolon. Uh, my wife is a regular shaped dot, and I am a deformed dot. So we're at semicolon. <laughs> Sorry. All those squats I've been doing got me kind of. <laughs> They've got me. I'm doing a squat tober challenge, so I'm adding an add-on of different squats every day into my workout. <clears throat> so it's got me kind of more <clears throat> apostrophe shaped. Sure, <laughs> why not? Yeah. Um, I know for me, when you you talked about like sweets and food, um, I, I'll say this. You know, I am a normal human male. I have temptations that a human male has um, and you you deal with those but the thing the things I'm mostly most tempted by like the the thing I'm most tempted by is a, a certain foods we have a, he just keeps walking past back there <laughs> certain like certain foods especially like chips like Doritos corn chips and or your like you said chocolate cakes pies ice cream especially those are the things that I've had to like get a grip on believing a lie that why oh, I, I have to do that because it fills some void or some need and I just was temp- tempted if it's there I'm going to eat it I'm tempted by it and I've come a long way in that but if I would say there's one thing that's, that's the big temptation for me it would be that it would be probably gluttony is the word like to just sit down and eat an entire bag of Doritos um, yeah and it's always the you know you eat something and it's a normal something like whatever you made for dinner grilled chicken or, or whatever and you eat like way more of it than you want, than you should because it tastes good. There's well, always that, you know, go a little bit farther temptation. Okay. In yeah. lots of situations. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. Um, right. And then again, you know, we're, we're not trying to like get people to divulge their, their deepest secrets and stuff. I mean, uh, there's there's really no, no need to do that. But, you know. God is the one who helps us deal with those temptations anyway, and God already knows, and uh, He's really very well aware of what we're tempted by. Um, so, but it's good to like it's good to like know for yourself. I know for me, when I think about the the things that I'm most tempted by, again, I I'm not saying I don't get tempted by like you know sexual things or tempted to ever like. But I don't I don't get tempted to steal. I don't I haven't been tempted to steal since I was like. <laughs> seven or eight years old probably <laughs> but you know there's some things I that don't that one time I, you got in trouble I did actually I stole a piece of bubble gum my mom because my mom told me we didn't have the the, the penny to because this was back when they had the little things oh, yeah, I remember. one cent bubble gum we don't have a penny and I took a I, don't, I know this because she's told me this story a hundred <laughs> times and so I took a piece of bubble gum because I was tempted to because I wanted it and we got in the car. She said, Stephen, what is that in your hand? And I started crying and opened my hand. There's the bubble gum. She made me take it back and apologize. Um, that may be why I am not really tempted to steal <laughs> That might be it. You never know. <laughs> Traumatized. But it worked, apparently. You know? Um, yeah, but, but to be tempted to, like, right now, I'm like, I had that 
thin crust veggie pizza. Which is really, really tasty. It's tasty, but it's, it's not, not pizza. it's not pizza. It's kind of pizza. And there's, you know, there's a pepperoni pizza sitting there. There's ice cream in the refrigerator, and there's the temptation is there. And, I, and almost every night after dinner at some point, I face a temptation of, well, a, a, a little bowl of ice cream wouldn't hurt, or, you know, a small bowl of chips wouldn't hurt. The problem is I have found that that just keeps keeps adding up and piling up and piling up. And so that is why I have, you know, the way I deal with that is I have one day a week on Sunday. I call it my free day, and I eat that stuff. But the rest of the week, I don't. I don't touch it. And occasionally, if there's like a birthday party. I mean, we go to eat Mexican food. And if it's not on Sunday, I take the chip. And I'm scooping and eating salsa off the chip. And people look at me like I'm weird. But I'm eating all the salsa I want. I'm just not consuming all the corn chips that are there. So so you got to find ways to deal with your temptation. That's what I'm saying there. So, yeah. So work around. How does it feel when you give in to temptation? Like what are what are kind of some feelings or emotions that accompany? Uh, I I gave into the temptation. Disappointment in yourself. Yeah. You're yeah. angry. Yeah. I think for a lot of times, um, like initially, there is like a release, like a, a good feeling. Uh, you gave into you know you're tempted by something because it when that something hits your tongue and you're like yeah right. I mean I think anybody whatever addiction you have whether it is chocolate or pornography or um, stealing there it's, it's tempting because there's a rush of some kind that happens there's endorphins connected to it and there's a whole like psychology behind that but in that moment that's probably how you feel you probably feel good you feel like okay there's this rush which but I'm with you like afterwards there's yeah, a disappointment. that rush doesn't last long no <laughs> <laughs> For me, it it's doesn't. Very, very short, right? And it's like that disappointment sometimes lasts a, a long, really long time. time. A long time. And I've been there with like um, cheesecake. <laughs> like not, it's not Sunday. It's not the free day. But that cheesecake's in there, and it's gonna go bad if somebody didn't eat it. And I hate to waste the money on, you know, buy the cheesecake and then it go bad. And I hate being wasteful. And you start, you know, you work through all these. You know, justification. You justify. Sure. You rationalize it, and you're like, okay, it's just it's a it's a piece of cheesecake. You're a grown adult. Go have the cheesecake, and go have the cheesecake. And in that moment, it's like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing I've ever tasted in my life because you because you were so tempted by it and you taste it. And it's so good. But then, like an hour later, you're like, why did I do that? Why did I eat that? Why can't I just throw it out if it goes bad? Why can't I? Does it freeze? Does, does cheesecake freeze well? Can you freeze it? Should have you know, that. and you start. Yeah, I know, but you get to this point of you just give in, and you feel you know you may feel good at first, and you feel disappointed. Uh, a lot of times, people get into depression because they keep you know I give in to this doing the same thing over and over, and I just can't stop. I've heard that. I've heard that as a pastor uh, counseling with people, and I'm like, you know, I. I, I get where you're coming from, but you can. You just need something besides probably pastoral counsel. You probably need some additional help to help you understand that you can stop and how to stop, whatever that is. Um, is there, um, hey, this is something I just thought of when I was kind of going through this this passage today. We'll read it again, again in a minute. It'll be James chapter 1. Um, we'll be reading from there. Um, is there a connection between what we've come to know as self-medicating and temptation? Self-medicating is what I call these pop pop um, 
terminology, and I have some friends who get mad because I take things that are said all the time. Um, I call it pop terminology because people who aren't in, in the field of psychology using psych, psycho, psycholo, psychological terms um, and throwing them around all the time, and, and this is one of them, self-medicating. And I use it all the time too because um, it's something that I, I think that we, we do. Is, as Christians too, we find ways to self-medicate. But is there a connection? Or are they somehow related? Are they the same thing? Um, what do you think? Well, I mean, you you know, it, it again, it's depending on the circumstance. In some places, yes, it can be. They're probably, you call it self-medicating or you call it, I'm doing this to make myself feel better, but it's really just because you want to. And other in other situations, it's, it's all, you know, everything is situational. So, yes, I say at, on occasion, they are the same thing. Yeah. And sometimes they are not the same thing. Right. I think you're right. A lot of things that we that are tempted that, that we're tempted by um, are, are things that we are tempted by them. We're tempted. We're tempted to self-medicate through that that thing. You know, that's how people get addicted to drugs. A drug is is, you know, it may, it may start as recreational fun. Um, but then that at some point it becomes a go-to for self-medication. Same thing with overdoing it with alcohol, overdoing it with um, nicotine, overdoing it with coffee, uh, overdoing it with chocolate. These are all things that are in the realm of the drug world that you go to and there's a, you know, a chemical that gets released and that's where that self-medicating comes in. It's like it's not prescribed by anybody and usually... Um, by the time you get to the point of using the term self-medicating, you're probably been doing it so long. You, 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 you know, you now you know what what you're doing. Um, but I think you're right too. That there's definitely the connection there. So let's talk about when it comes to temptation. The devil made me do it. Don't give me the look. Give us, give us, give me. Speak that look. Speak that look. That's a cop out. That is a cop out. Like, <laughs> how many? How the devil many, don't make you do anything. Right, right. And how many times have we heard that the devil made me do it? And again, I, it's not common that I hear very many people use that phrase, but I do hear, you know, the devil's really after me. The devil's really tempting me. The devil's really, um, you know, I, you know, that that's kind of like the the, the terminology of people and. <clears throat> the devil made me do it. It's kind of an old cliche kind of phrase of, you know, trying to, like you said, trying to use it as a cop out for, it's not my fault. Well, sure. <laughs> it's not my fault. Yeah. That's definitely <clears throat> a, let's put the blame somewhere else. Right. Statement. And there's a lot of that. And, and, you know, we have to admit that, that there's a lot of, um, you said the devil made me do it, or you can say, she was dressed that way um, that, you know, they put the they put the chocolate pie out in front of me. Oh, you know, all kinds of things you can sure. you can say. It's all cop out. It all goes back to the same mindset of, well, the devil made me do it. Let's, let's get into James chapter 1. We got a few minutes left here. Might as well <laughs> do the Bible study we came to do. Hold on while I open my Bible because I didn't come with it ready to go. All right, James 1, verses uh, 12 through 18. James 1, 12 through 18. God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. 
And remember, when you're being tempted, do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong, and he never tempts anyone else. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions, and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. So don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word, and we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. All right, thoughts. What stands out to you in that passage, James 1, verses 12 through 18? Well, it says God is never tempted to do wrong, and he is never tempting anyone else. You know, people take this this thing where God's the cop who's just waiting to catch you. Mm. Oh, and, like a speed trap. Like right. Temptation is to drive over the speed limit. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, I'm just going to let that rant go. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's just a it's a way that it's how in how you see God right. that that is even a thing. Right. Yeah. 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 I think that that's true. Like your view of God has a lot to do with this, and a lot of people have this view that well, there is a view that not God God is sovereign, which for for some people don't mean God is over everything and allows things to happen, but that God causes everything to happen. And in that realm, if you're tempted by something, if, you're, if your view of God is God causes everything, then you have to default to God is causing the temptation, which is actually opposite of Scripture when you take into account what we just read in James chapter 1. Um, so, you know, that, that, is a, that is a good way to, to take a look at your own like, view of God and go, wait a minute, maybe... I need to revisit my view of God here. Um, if I'm thinking God is causing everything to happen and I'm facing temptation, when it says clearly right here, God isn't causing the temptation. Right. Yeah, good. Anything else? I just say that what has really, really stood out to me today reading through this is verse 14 talks about temptation comes from our own desires which entice us and drag us away and then talks about how giving into those desires giving into that temptation gives birth to sinful actions the yeah. sinful actions then lead to death and this is you know you would say you're talking about spiritually eternally you're talking about you know you may and and in a lot of cases <laughs> well yeah you're going to die some of the things that we give into lead to death that's just science um, but that part you know that's a, that's a huge for us especially as we're kind of there's this kind of awakening about purity culture that's been taking place especially in the church world but also in the entertainment world and everything but I'm focused a lot on the church world and I see a lot of this talking about things that you know, I've been trying to teach for decades is it's not on a young lady to deal with a man's a male's boy's temptation you have to own you have to own your own actions the temptation comes from your desires not from how she's dressed or how she acts and vice versa um, you know I've been doing, I've been around long enough to know that that could go both ways and your temptation 
is your from your desires and it's god didn't cause it god made you yes but there's this this, the desires within you it says here that um is where your temptations come from so whatever it is and we've talked about some things that that are tempting whether it's chocolate or doritos or pornography or um stealing Um, all of these things come from some place within us Um, some physical usually physical but tied to the rest of us emotional and mental desires that um, drag us away they entice us and drag us away that imagery is pretty strong i think a lot of of our modern issues is for the past say 40 50 years children aren't taught self-control all of a child's upbringing in the modern world is outward control put onto a kid. They have rules at school, they have rules at home, they have rules at church. They have all of these things that are telling them how to behave and therefore they have no real internal way to regulate their behavior because they don't have to. Hmm. And so when they find something that doesn't have a rule then they don't know how to they don't know how to handle that right and, and we also live in a in a in a culture that i mean let's just admit it our generation created the rules don't matter <laughs> that's that's straight up i mean generation x gets overlooked and forgotten about everything but i'll tell you that's our fault i mean that's and it, well we got it because of how we were you know raised and brought exactly up. but at the same time we have definitely uh, made that magnified that our generation, I'm not, you know, saying it's you and me, but our generation, Generation X, has definitely been the the rules don't matter. Here's the rules, and follow the rules until it doesn't suit your surf, you know, your purpose, or unless you just feel like, you know, that really that that that's a good rule, but in this situation, it doesn't apply. And yeah. that's, we're all about the gray areas. Oh yeah, yeah right, right, right. <laughs> and when you are brought up in this culture, and again, this is difficult for. I mean, we are trying to. raise decent human beings young you know that's the goal our three boys who will grow up to be decent human beings and godly we want them to be godly and there's you know a lot of gray areas that are confusing for them because we try to live less gray and 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 they say but what about this situation or what about this this you know influence and it's like right. this this and a lot of it's just you know again they're at the age where it's like it just comes out straight as what it is what if i want to <laughs> like here's you know you, here's that. one hour of one, one hour of game time on your on your game system and that's it well and when you go to bed nothing is on no devices are on once you go to bed 20 minutes later after bed devices are coming on <laughs> What do you get do? An What are you doing? Well, I wanted to. I needed to check this. I wanted to do that. And it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> that's not how this works. Uh, so that's good. That's good. What else? Other any other thoughts on this this passage um, in James chapter one? God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Nobody nobody likes that. Nobody, that's not anybody's favorite verse. 
I want to meet these mythical to... patient people. Uh, <laughs> hi. I don't do the patient hi. thing. How are you? Nice to meet you. It's so nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got different I may levels. endure testing and temptation. I do not do it patiently. I know, but but we all have different levels of this. It's not like there's a cookie cutter be you know, be a good Christian. You're this is what patience looks like. So it's not that. But there is a patient patiently enduring that happens when we face testing and temptation. And you know, that may look different for each one of us, but the really it comes to, you know, bottom line it if you give in to the temptation, if you're taken out by the testing, you haven't patiently endured. You haven't endured at all. You've given in. I like it says, Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father. Yeah, that was, which that's means the best. that's the best. If you've got something that you are God wants me to do this and it is not good and perfect then it's not God <laughs> yeah that's good that's true yeah whatever's good I mean, and perfect is a good if, gift if there's something happening in your life and you think that you know your teaching or your pastor or your church or your politics or your whatever is is teaching you hate or censure or oppression that's not God because it says so right there yes absolutely 100% that is that is beautiful too whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father who created all the lights in the heavens um The Father of Lights, from the Greek version, the Father of Lights. So yeah, you know, this is again just reminding us he get he chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word. So this isn't talking about the physical birth, right? The Creator, Father of God. This is the spiritual birth. This is the having an understanding of being a child of God. He chose to give us birth by, by giving us his true word. And we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. So when you understand that, um, there's where facing these temptations that we do face, um, it helps to remember who you are. I mean, there's an identity here. And, and it helps to, like, as a part of that identity, remember this is basically telling you the idea that here's this temptation and you have to give into it is a lie because it's not the good coming down from the father it's not the perfect thing coming down from the father to give into this temptation and so it's a lie and so realizing it's a lie means it doesn't have to be that way i may sit here and be tempted to eat chocolate pie all day long but I don't have to eat it. Nope. Or I should say Doritos, because that's the main thing, because that's something we have all the time in the, in the pantry. There's always Doritos. And there is a regular thought. I won't say voice, because that just sounds spooky. But there's a, <laughs> there's a thought. There's Doritos. There's Doritos. You fix your, you know, your, your kids come home, one of them gets a little bowl with some Doritos in it every day. Hey, you can have some of those. And I put the Doritos in the bowl, and I don't eat a one. And I used to be like, put the Doritos in the bowl and be like, yeah, I could have one. Go ahead and have one. 
Remember that commercial? You bet you can't just <laughs> eat one. Who can eat just one? So I don't eat any and, and just keep it at that. And that's just a personal. That's not a, hey, look at me. I don't eat Doritos because on Sunday, I'll eat. If I'm not careful, I'll eat a whole bag of Doritos. So because I'm just, it's the free day. And, uh, and, and that's one way I kind of work with it. So I'm not saying that it's okay to give in to your temptation, whatever it is, one day a week. But you have to understand, you know, the difference. There's, there's things that are deadly that we give into and uh, that we are tempted by. You're tempted by things that will destroy your life, your marriage, your home, your reputation, your your career. And if you're tempted by those things, you don't need to give in to them one day a week. If it's, uh, definitely not. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. If it's a, you know, I'll, I'm not going to start making a list. But, you know, there. I think we're all mature adults enough to know that having a free day and eating food that you're tempted by one day a week or one cheat meal. People use the word cheat meal all the time. Have one cheat meal as a part of your week. It's not the same thing as cheating on your wife or cheating on your husband just one day a week. It's yeah, not the same. I think we all I think we all have enough sense to all realize on board with that, that one. we have enough sense to realize that that's different things. You know, again though, this is 2021. And there are some people who are it would be very willing to go, well, if you can have a cheat day and eat your Doritos, and I can have a cheat day and cheat on my, no, my spouse. No, you can't. And you can't. It's not the same. All right. Um, so last thing, because we wrap up, we're, we're kind of out of time. What steps do you or could you take to resist temptation? Like if you're for yourself or if you're like giving somebody some advice, like real quickly, like, okay, here is something you can do to resist temptation. What, what, well, what I mean, stay away from that temptation. I mean, okay, for There's instance, thing, yeah. snacking right. is my hobby. Okay, it's not really, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, I sit at my computer all day long, and I type on my thing, and I want to munch. And so, therefore, the only snacks in my desk are healthy snacks. Because if it's not there, I can't eat it. That's true. Right. Exactly. That's so, what I mean, is remove the move yourself or remove the whatever it you know, is. You know, if you have an alcohol problem, don't go to the bar. Right. You know? Right. It's it's don't put yourself in a situation where that temptation is going to be overwhelming. Right. And same thing with, with like the food thing. If you are um say you have diabetes or something and, and sugar will will like kill you or something, you know, whatever. Right. Um, don't give in to temptation. Don't don't have it. Don't have an apple pie in your house. Don't go, exactly. Don't go to McDonald's. Yeah. I mean, just don't go there. I mean, you may well everybody else goes there. Yeah, but everybody else won't die if they eat a cheeseburger. You know. Yep. So there's that. There's a good. That's a good point. Um, and I had a friend for a long time who would eat ice cream, and she was lactose intolerant. And I was like, you know, she paid for it for days afterward. Stop it. They have lots of like non I non I know they do that now. now. Right. That was a long time ago. Right. I've been looking at that because I had some that was like pretty good, pretty like healthy ish. It was made out of avocados and stuff, and then they quit having that at the store. So of course they looking. did. And everything else is like the cholesterol is ridiculous. It's like, well, there's no sugar and it's low low cal and um, we got oh it's got extra it's carb friendly, so here's all the carbs and all this, and then it's keto and you look at it and the cholesterol is like half of your cholesterol for the day or more and I'm like I, I I can't eat that no so you have to be read careful. the whole label right. 
So there's another thing when it comes to like temptation. One is like remove your remove yourself from that temptation or remove the temptation from you or pay close attention to things. Like sure. pay better attention to like those kind of things. Um, what else? Any, any other? Well, take, and, and I think another thing is you you know you can do to just make yourself more comfortable in those situations is to really know what's going on. Like, is why is this temptation such a thing? Why is this thing such right. a temptation for me? And that's where I think... Get down into your own brain and figure out what's up. Yeah. That's where the self-medication part comes in. What is it What is it I'm masking, covering up, trying to heal? What is it that is drawing This me? is a symptom sometimes yeah, of not, sometimes. the real problem. Right. Right. And again, sometimes the temptation is you're addicted to the rush of whatever it is. You're, you're, and, and, and think we talked about food, sugar, sodium, caffeine are all addictive. Absolutely addictive. They're all addictive. And I like, and that's what we, you know, when you realize that and you begin to like take steps towards it, you have to be uncomfortable. There's another part of this. How do you deal with your temptation? Be able to be uncomfortable. And sometimes to the point of, I can't take it anymore. That's when you have to have someone to talk to. Don't do it by yourself. Um, we shouldn't be doing anything by ourselves. I mean, we're human beings and we're social creatures. And we this idea that I can pull myself up by my bootstraps and fix it is baloney. Right. We are supposed to have a support system, even if that's one person. You don't have to do it by yourself. You're not supposed to do it by yourself. I'm glad you're my support system. Oh, for sure. And I'm glad you said baloney. That's a, <laughs> that's hilarious. It's baloney. <laughs> it's baloney. All right. Hey, you guys. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the podcast. And uh, we may or may not have a podcast on a weekly basis um, for the next week or two because, well, next week we're doing something different than our our regular Bible study. And so we've kind of built a podcast for the last several episodes around our, our Bible study circle. And so, you know, maybe I'll just do a random podcast kind of covering. We have some, some questions that were asked a while back for us to talk about, like, do socks go with sandals and all that kind of stuff? No! Don't answer. Don't answer now. That's a different podcast. Do not. Okay. That was just a preview, you guys. Tune in next time <laughs> to hear what Shelly Nelson has to say about wearing socks with sandals. Thanks for joining.